0: Hi, this is Sylvie Curry from Ramona, California, and I'm listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Start the game! Let's go!
1: We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I'll
0: write it and we'll do it live!
2: In a world permeated with barbecue websites under the control of tyrannical administrators. There was one man. A one-man army. He broke all the rules. He allowed his members to speak out, give their opinions, and make the website what it is today. Get ready for Greg Rempe and the Barbecue Central show.
1: Cleveland, Ohio. It's the Barbecue Central Show.
2: From the golden tones of Captain Jim Morgan, the darling of the barbecue community, I welcome you to a special Christmas Eve edition of the Barbecue
0: Central Show.
2: Here we go. That's right, it's a show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Still originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast, I am your program host, Greg Rempe, happy to have you aboard on your Tuesday slash Christmas Eve, as I had mentioned a couple seconds ago, happy to have you here. Perhaps many of you thought that this was not going to be a live show, however, the joke's on you. It is a live show, and we are ready to rock and roll. It's a special live show, and I will get to all of that here in just one second. However, if you want to jump in on the show tonight, here's how you do
0: it. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216 220 Email greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. On the Twitter and Instagrams at BBQ Central Show.
2: Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website to the BBQ And here's what's happening: Many of you this time of year start to send me the email saying, "Hey, we are drawing close to the actual holidays of the holiday season, and are you going to show us of whence you came?" That, of course, being the WPIX Channel 11 You'll log and you know. I am here to give you what you want, baby. Yeah. As we draw in, for those that are watching on the video side, for those on the audio side, this probably makes zero sense to you. So go find the archive video if you want. But as we draw in closer to the Eulog fire, I regale you of a story of a young lad growing up in upstate New York as we would travel to my grandmother's house who lived in the great booming metropolis of the southern tier known as hornell new york somewhere between erie and binghamton are two cities where my parents were originally from my mom hornell which is where we spent pretty much every christmas growing up except a couple and then elmira which is just an hour farther east from hornell elmira of course home of mark twain shout out to mark twain if you're listening. And that's where this whole WPIX thing started. WPIX is a TV sh- uh, TV channel in New York and uh, well New York City I guess and then it also would blow into New Jersey up uh, upstate a little bit and reaching out but WPIX channel 11 would carry this particular video on Christmas Eve. It was a two-hour stretch. And then it was also being simulcast on WPIX 11, which was a radio station. So there was 11 Alive, which was TV, and then WPIX 11, uh, which was the actual radio station. And they simulcast both on the TV and on the radio all, all this great Christmas music as people were feverishly wrapping presents and doing all this other whatnot. So this is what I grew up with every Christmas Eve until at least my early 20s, if I remember correctly. So, as you warm yourself by the fire behind me, and it's hot, so be careful, I will tell you what's happening here on this show this evening. And it's a very special show. It's a Christmas Eve show. It is, of course, the fourth Tuesday of the month as well. So, you know, that's going to being a a bink. Bring a visit from the Embedded Correspondents. However... I am here to tell you with 100% assurity that not only will they be brightening our holiday spirits in the second hour, I have made it so that not only will they brighten the second hour of this show, they will also bring you a full holiday brighten of the first hour of the show as well. So we are bringing 2019 to a close in grand and spectacular fashion. We have plenty of topics for the Embedded Correspondents to talk about. That's, of course, being Doug Scheiding from Texas, the longest-running correspondent, John Solberg from Michigan, Steve Ray from Tennessee, and we will be going over a plethora, dare I say, a veritable cornucopia of topics and takes and re-lookbacks and look-aheads and all that good stuff. And, of course, the Embedded Correspondents known for bringing a uh, a certain cachet and attitude to the show that everybody seems to have come to know and love and that's why it's one of the more asked for and hotly anticipated live segments that happen each month the Embedded Correspondents show up each month on the fourth Tuesday and that's what you have for this whole show so starting next segment and all the way through till the end of 11pm as we draw very close to Santa Claus popping in I'm going to give you that hour from 11 to 12 to make sure that you have everything wrapped, put under the tree, and then get your ass to bed so Santa Claus doesn't decide to miss your house because you are up regaling yourself in the afterglow of a spectacular Barbecue Central show on Christmas Eve. Can you believe it? Now, even though this show tonight is live, and it's great, and I thank everybody for taking some time out. Look, I'm not going to be an idiot here and think that all of you are just tuning in for the entire 120 minutes. Maybe it'll be a pop out here, pop out there, pop in, pop out, whatever you want to call it. However, you can consume it at your leisure on podcast as always, but I do want to mention a programming note. Again, while we are live tonight, next week, we will
0: not... Andrew, you are not...
2: (laughs) We will not be live... Next week we will have a best of, or I haven't, maybe nothing, but at at best we'll have a best of. So I'll piece together like five or six of some of the last segments that I really thought were good and make a show out of it. And the reason that we're not having one is we will be we my wife and I will be in the hospital with our oldest Bobby. Uh, You've met her a couple weeks ago as she had come back from. College. Uh, looking forward to some great volleyball stuff that was still happening in her season. Um, but she has a very involved uh, right hip issue, a uh, hip dysplasia that needs surgery to get corrected. So that surgery is actually taking place next week on New Year's Eve day at some point. Uh, time has not been determined yet. And uh, we will be in the hospital with her as she will be freshly, only hours perhaps, out of uh, what is a a, mer- a fairly extensive surgery, where they're going to actually crack her hip in three different places and then pull it over because of the whole ball and socket. And I'm not gonna get into the anatomy with you guys because I'm sure you'll be bored out of your mind. But we're we're not we, but the surgery involves breaking bones in order to make everything better, if you can believe it or not. And then there'll be screws inserted and non-weight-bearing restrictions for the next six to eight weeks after that, and then recovery. So the goal is to, she's taking a semester off this fall or this spring semester, and then the goal is to get her uh, back to college shape by the summertime where she can then return for classes and then hopefully also uh, take up in her sophomore season of volleyball at Seton Hill University. So what can I tell you? It's going to be great. We're going to be very positive. We're hoping she's going to be recovering uh, ex- expeditiously. Who knows? We'll just hope that the initial part goes right. and we'll go. So that's a programming note for next week as we go into New Year's Eve and then into 2020 as the clock strokes midnight. I have also received a few applications for the embedded correspondence position that's open. So if you're interested in filling that spot, and you've heard me talk about it here over the last uh, handful of weeks, shoot me an email, let me know that you're interested, let me know what kind of audiovisual equipment that you have. You don't need to have anything terribly expensive, but I want to make sure that you look well and you sound better. And Sound is much more important than look, actually, in the whole grand scheme of things. So if you are an owner of a decent webcam and you have some USB mics and stuff like that, and you're interested and you can show up month after month and you have fresh takes and you can uh, not get offended easily and realize what we're doing here and you think you can add to that then shoot me an email now i don't want to sit here and guarantee that uh, i'm actually even going to fill a spot but i'm always looking to up the ante as it were so again if you're interested uh I would love to have your letter of interest. Uh, I will interact with you and see, again, what kind of a setup you have. So if you want to do that, shoot me an email, greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. And again, I do want to thank the handful of folks that have shot me emails already and said that they were interested. Don't take my time off of replying back to you or not giving you an answer one way or the other, uh, um, meaning one thing or another good to have people interested. I didn't know if I would even get one email, let alone the amount that I have. And the ones that I do have uh, all have promise. They're all, you know, the the one good thing is one of these is from, you know, let's say a younger guy. So one of the biggest worries about barbecue in general is, is there a younger crowd that's interested? And uh, one of the applicants is definitely fitting that bill, uh, 10 or so years younger than me, and you know, definitely much younger than uh, Steve from Tennessee. So we'll see how it goes. Again, if you are interested, please shoot me an email, Greg at the dot com, and we will go ahead and take it from there. You can follow me socially at bbqcentralshow on Twitter and Instagram slash bbqcentralshow on Facebook. Give me a follow there. And you can also find a live video feed here every Tuesday on the Facebook. You can also go over to the YouTube Facebook chat if you're interested in interacting with people live and that you can also get my reaction to things that you're chatting about as well. So there you go. We have the Embedded Correspondents coming up here shortly and they will carry us through all of the remaining two hours of the show as we're doing a special holiday edition. A Christmas Eve edition, if you will. So for those of you popping in and out, thank you so much for sharing some of your Christmas Eve with me. And we are off and running. Embedded Correspondents are coming up next. So if you have any questions or comments for them, get after it in the chat. Give me a shout, 216-220-0966. Email greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Let me talk to you quickly about Southside Market and Barbecue. The oldest barbecue joint in Texas, right? Founded in 1882. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations now. Famous for their beef sausage. And if you never had the beef sausage, I'm telling you right now, this would be a great last-second Christmas gift or holiday gift. I mean, it's not going to show up tomorrow. But order it now and then put the receipt in somebody's gift bag or stocking. that will love you for generations. They also have authentic Central Texas barbecue. All meats, including the prime briskets, are smoked slow and low for many hours over real Texas post oak wood. They ship nationwide through their online store at southsidemarket.com. Shipping customers can choose to order now and ship later, including custom gift notes and mail to multiple addresses without additional shipping charges. All the shipped items are vacuum sealed to ensure freshness and ease of preparation for the customer. The meats are processed in that on-site USDA inspected facility down there. And they can do fresh and smoked product. Custom orders are welcome as well. Two restaurants if you want to eat. Elgin, Texas since 1882 and Bastrop, Texas since 2014. Grocery distribution through Texas and many surrounding states. If you're not through a surrounding state, you have to do it online. SouthsideMarket.com. 10% off coupon code for any online purchases. As you check out, use the code BBQCENTRAL. That's one word, all lowercase, BBQ Central. And again, you get 10% off your entire order. And again, not just the first time. This is the first time and the 10th time and the 31st time and all that. Again, the coupon code is B-B-Q-C-E-N-T-R-A-L, one word, lowercase, BBQ Central. And that's at SouthSideMarket.com, SouthSideMarket.com. All right, we are back with the Embedded Correspondence. Stick around. We'll be right back.
0: Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe.
2: All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Butcher Barbecue. Makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, grilling oils, All of Butcher Barbecue products are tested on the competition circuit as well as in backyards, not only countrywide, but worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood and visit ButcherBBQ.com to stock up now. Always trust your butcher. And I have been mentioning this over the last three or four weeks. Dave also has a podcast up now called the Butcher Barbecue Podcast. So if you're really into barbecue restaurant stuff, and Dave brings a unique perspective, I mean, he's a hugely accomplished competition cook. He sounds really good, which is important to me. It's really good stuff. So subscribe to Dave's podcast, Butcher Barbecue Product, uh, Butcher Barbecue Podcast, which is available on all the various sites and so forth. All right, here we go. It is the fourth Tuesday of the month, and that of course means a special Christmas Eve edition of the embedded correspondence. Uh, guys, appreciate you joining me here. We seem to be uh, one short. Steve, are you there? Because uh, I can't see you. Oh, dear. No Steve. <laughs> this guy was on fire pre-show talking about, let's get it on, blah, blah. Now, he did tell me a couple days ago, guys, that he, and I don't know if he was just kidding with me or not, but it's the Christmas season, so I today, or uh, this evening, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. But uh, he said he had a, a whole new setup, but a new computer, and a new microphone, and a new mixing board, and all I thought was, oh, geez, it can only be bad. You can't get a new setup and then expect it to just work flawlessly on the most important fourth Tuesday of the month. Doug, your thoughts initially?
3: Unbelievable! Unbelievable. Yes, he was. He's always wanting more time, and you've got to be on the show to
2: talk to have more time. I know it's uh, it's absolutely incredible, John. What do you know about Steve's setup? Because you are the guy that knows the most about everybody's technical situation.
4: <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure he actually has a new rig. But it kind of sounds like maybe hmm. he didn't even share that with me.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I, see, I can never tell. When we're uh, kind of going back and forth in all these different chats, I don't know when it's me and when it's not. Oh, wait a second. Here he uh, is. Finally. What, are, what do we say? Better, le- better Nate than Lever. Steve, explain yourself. Uh, it never came to me. What are you talking about?
1: It was. It was <laughs> sitting there. It never said, you've got a call.
2: But so, and so how did you join if it never got there? You can't just pop Doug in. Texted me. Doug texted me and said, join the call. But I did my good duty. But you can't just, you can't just join if you're like, there had to have been a connection. You can't just come on. I didn't see
1: it. Oh. Don't what? scold me on Christmas Eve. Look,
2: I got to tell you right off the bat, Steve, once again, the uh, you have a blurry background. It's messing with your Yule log fire. I mean, oh, my gonna God. Coal for Steve all the way around. Coal for Steve. <laughs> wow, we All right, here we go. We have Steve from Tennessee finally in here. We also have the longest-running correspondent, Doug Scheiding, from Texas, and, of course, the gentleman from Michigan, John Solberg, who happens to be the executive producer of the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. So, wow. Okay, now let's do this. Um, Steve, I got to tell you, for being tardy, your setup right now is absolutely supreme. That fireplace looks 100% real. It looks like it's it, in the it's in the wall of your home. How about the flashing lights? I mean, that's great, but I am just... A, now, look, you would have... Uh, of course you would know. Uh, bear with me here. I'm a huge fan of fires, right? I mean, here's... My Yule log fire from, you know, 900 years ago or whatever it is. So, of course, I'm a huge fan of fire. But That fire you have behind you is some kind of fire, my friend. That is absolutely spectacular. You're decked out in your holiday gear. It's it's wonderful. All right. Ready to go. Here we go. Uh, we have everybody on board. And uh, first things first. And, I, I, you know, I want to make sure that if you have anything going on, let's get this address right out in the open. First, let's look back. 2019, as you guys are operating independently of the show, because you know Doug is a competition cooker and a class teacher, and Steve owns a small business out there in Udaaw, uh, Tennessee, that fixes cars and uh, has gas and does all this great stuff. And of course, John is a master of everything, a restorer of old grills and uh, flying people around the country that nobody knows about. I mean, just one—we we all have our hands and things. So, uh, Doug, as you look back on 2019, like what are some of your business highlights, and what are you looking forward to in 2020? 20 uh,
3: 2019, I I did about nine comps and uh, uh, down mainly down here, and uh, actually got. I totaled it up this morning. I got sixteen top ten calls and seven top three calls. I wow. Kissed my sister twice and finished third overall, just out of the, you know, uh, the money on uh, grand champion and reserve grand champion. So it was a uh, it was a pretty good year for us. Um, uh, in terms of Traeger, I taught six classes. Uh, their uh, shop classes. Uh, uh, four of them were actually up at Salt Lake City, up at the up at the headquarters, and. Did several events for them. In fact, uh, one is uh, was in Santa Barbara. So that was actually mm-hmm. a lot of fun beer and barbecue right on the beach. And Santa Barbara is just like a, a different world. Uh, you get kind of, it's a different time zone. And uh, it's just amazing. Um, Probably uh, also in head country. I uh, head country actually came down and and filmed uh, about a day and a half and sponsored some uh, did some videos and things like that. So for next year, I'll I'll um, uh, be a head country ambassador as mm-hmm. well as uh, uh, continue on with the with the Traeger consulting that I that I do. I'm a consultant to them and uh, not an employee. And then um, also talking and and working with several meat companies, uh, E three and and Hassel Cattle Company. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
2: Uh, now you say a consultant. Do you mean contractor?
3: Yeah, I'm a contractor, okay. so I have a you know contract with them.
2: Right uh, now, do you when you go to the home office in Salt Lake? I see pictures of it here and there. This the Traeger. I mean, that seems like a pretty impressive facility.
3: Oh, it, it's it's amazing. It's it, you know it's what you would think like Google would be like mm. in terms of you know the the office environment and and in fact uh, that was my first attempt when we were going to do the EC video that we never did. But um, I actually did take a, a little bit of a tour through the Traeger headquarters. Um, I just couldn't get the sound. Uh, and being a neophyte uh, in audio visual stuff, I couldn't get the sound. Uh, because my my wife was doing the the the, the phone video like mm. like Stover had told us you know just shoot it and and run with it but uh, it was a little bit of Darth Vader with her breathing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So you yeah. have some. Uh, you had a good year of of uh, 2019 competitions. Really good finishes there. Um, I, I would uh, prefer you say a bridesmaid instead of uh, kissing sisters. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, 2020 sounds to be. I mean, if do you have a preference I'm always interested in people's business here when you have an e3 or EC or whatever you said and then like a hassle a company is it yeah. is it first to the table that gets you or could you do business with both I mean what do you look for in that
3: well actually yeah i'm 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 looking to to hopefully uh, I'd rather be like a free agent from a meat standpoint just because it affects the competition side. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so, you know, in terms of briskets, you know, I used to use Snake River and and have used some and done well with Midland. Uh, That's what Fred Robles uses. But um, right now I'm doing pretty well with the Hassel Cattle Company. Uh, They're, what, my last three briskets have finished uh, firsts second and fourth hmm. in, in competition so I'm, I'm hitting you know chicken goes away and you know because i used to hitting chicken all the time and so it's like the flavor profiles have changed a little bit but um yeah i'm uh on those i i won't lock myself into to any one company because uh, i like to kind of get different ones you know use smithfield ribs or other different types of ribs etc so
2: all right. Uh, John, let's uh, go to you and give us a recap of your 2019 business and things you might be looking forward to in 2020.
4: Hey, 2019 was a great year. I can't believe how rapidly it is coming to a close.
2: Um, Good one, by the way. Def- that's my line. my line. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> I apologize. Um, definitely got a lot more involved in reviewing products as a contractor. Uh, that's really ramped up. I think that it's a it's a very enjoyable thing for me. I enjoy messing with new gear, you know, telling people about it. So that's been great,
2: John. Let me interrupt you know, just for a second. People have to understand here because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff on the internet, right? I mean, if you Google something, there will be pages and pages and pages of returns. So when I think. Five or ten years ago, people would do reviews, and there were not anywhere near the amount. Uh, Also, probably not anywhere near the amount of, uh, I hate to use fake reviews, but uh, reviews where people are paid, and it's going to be good no matter what. It's going to be the best thing no matter what. So how are you able to uh, play away from the bogus reviews, because uh, I think it can get lost in the amount of returns when people start to Google stuff or go on YouTube. What's your uh, code of ethics? Well,
4: here's where I'm at with it. Affiliate marketing is a real thing. And in order for websites to make money, you click the link, you go to, say, Thermalworks to buy that product. A commission is paid. Uh, I'm very fortunate in the fact that the majority of my reviews are not credited to me. So I'm contracted to write an honest review, and I have a certain criteria for different clients to, you know, what, do, what, what is the product, what do I like about the product, what could be improved about the product, and my final thoughts. I'm not allowed to keep any of the products I review. Those are all donated to first responders. They're sent back to the company that provided them and so on and so forth. Uh, and at the end of the day, the folks that I review for want honest reviews. It's not driven by affiliate. Affiliate marketing, not that affiliate marketing is a bad thing, but it very well can be. So I'm kind of clean. Uh, you know, I'm I'm anonymous and I get the stuff. I, I give my honest review. Uh, typically, the editors don't mess with my stuff too much. But if you're going to say something bad about something, you need to prove it. And if you're going to say something good about something, you got to prove it. It's kind of like math; you got to prove your work.
2: So when you say you're anonymous, uh, let's say you do a review for you know X Y Z, and the owner's name is Tim Smith, for instance. Does Tim put his name down as the person that wrote it?
4: No, because typically in those cases, I'm not the only reviewer, so it's more of a group effort. But it doesn't say you know, review by John Solberg; it's just review by X Y Z website, hmm. and and. In those situations, I actually have an NDA that I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not discussing who I'm doing it for. I'm yep. just telling you what I'm doing, but I'm not even authorized to say that I'm reviewing for X, Y, or Z website. Sure. All right.
2: Uh, and then how many people do you have that you're currently reviewing for? Is it like uh, 10 or 20 or just like a small handful uh, no, of people? I'm at three. Okay.
4: I at. I'm at three reviewers, but you know, it takes a long time to do a review, right? And there's a lot of testing. I, honestly, I couldn't take on anymore.
2: All right. Uh, so, and then uh, anything coming up in the 2020s? 2020,
4: I'm going to really try to focus on improving the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. Um, I'm always looking for new gear and new improvement, so that's that's a big one for me. I'm strongly considering going back to Cook Memphis this year. Hmm. I've been invited to a team, so that's kind of on the radar. And... You know, every year this time of year, I say I'm going to start writing my book. So maybe 2020 is the time I actually start doing that.
0: What?
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. We have just had a revelation, the likes I have ever seen. Uh, Now i got to change my view here so we can quickly go around the panel. John has just – I've never heard that before, by the way, so I'm either continuing to not listen to the show or I forget. Uh, Doug, do you believe that John is going to be writing a book, yes or no?
3: No, the breaking news desk. We, we needed
2: that sound.
1: A barbecue central show. I got show, it. you. Exclusive
2: I got it. news. Update. Sorry about that. Greg Rempe here in Cleveland, Ohio at the breaking news desk where John Solberg from Michigan has revealed incredibly breaking news that he may or may not be writing a book. Steve, do you believe that John will offer a book at some point? Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Look at this. Number one supporter of John Solberg is uh, the guy from Tennessee. Uh, All right, John. So speak on this. How long have you been thinking about a book and what would the book be about? Just give us the 30,000 foot view. We're not going to pin you down into something specific like we would do with a meathead or somebody like this.
4: Well, I've been probably kicking this idea around for five, six years. Um, And a real basic premise, uh, don't overthink barbecue and grilling, you know, Mm -hmm. Just salt, pepper, fire is the working title. That's all you really need. Let's cut to the cut to the chase. Do some real basic stuff. Real basic stuff without all the fluff and the hype that there is today. Just real meat and potatoes kind of information.
2: Pardon the pun. Would this be a self-published book or would you be trotting around to uh, literary agents in order to secure something with, let's say, a random house or some other book company that I don't know?
4: I'm not opposed to self publishing or vanity publishing. Mm-hmm. Um I've definitely looked at that. And and really, you know, unless you are someone, I'm not sure any that you you could ever get picked up. That said, you know, I'll write it and, and if it happens in the next year, it, you know, let's look at Stephen Reich some of his books take four or five years. So We'll see what if it if it actually really happens, and then what it is when it's done.
2: Doug, do you just do you believe that John Solberg just compared himself to Stephen Reichlin? Yes or no? (laughs) Oh, sure, why not? Unbelievable! I can't believe it. How dare (laughs) he
3: is somebody? So
2: yeah. (laughs) Steve, uh, can you believe that John just compared himself to Stephen Reichlin? Yes, I can. Of course, you can. John's biggest fan is Steve for crying out loud.
4: <laughs> you gotta have a goal, right? I you gotta that. aim high. i w I'd love to be as good as Steven Reichlin on a writing scale. Yeah. I'd love to be as good as, good as Greg Rempe on an audio scale. Of course. You gotta have a you gotta aim for something.
2: All right. It's the nine hundred dollar microphone here that makes it all worthwhile. You gotta step up from the five hundred dollar microphone, John, Uh-oh. and go to the thousand dollar microphone. Here's the biggest question. Of what will be the last live show of the new year. Are you ready? I can't. This is totally off the cuff. Doug, who yes. who will publish first? Meathead's second book or John Solberg's first book?
3: Well, are you talking in uh, on in print or in, in uh, electronic I'm format? I'm talking so. about
2: which one, however you get it out there. Smoke Signals, Pigeon Bird electric release or actual physical copy from a printing company, who will put theirs out first, Meathead or John?
3: No offense to John, and because I, I will double down on my Meathead bet, even though I paid off, thank you very much, um, I'll say Meathead. <laughs> wow, gonna
2: wee, Meathead is going to be first. Hmm. Well, let's Takes go to Steve from Tennessee. Will John Solberg produce a book first, or will Meathead produce a second a second book before John?
1: Now, John will, re, will uh, publish his book first because what John will do, once he decides to write it, he won't stop. He won't be like Meathead and gallivant around the United States going to Weber and what have you.
2: John will gallivant. tunnel vision.
1: He'll tunnel vision it to the end.
2: All right, so we picked John there. Yes. Look, um, I got to say, and I will weigh in on this and be the deciding factor There is no doubt in my mind, through Steve's analysis and my very own knowing of uh, how John Solberg ticks, that if he decides to commit to the book, that book could be done inside of five days. There's no doubt in my mind. 24 hours a day times five days equals book is done. It could be around 7,000 pages because he will laser focus in and get that all done. By the way, at this point on Christmas Eve in 2019... And I'm not trying, I can't believe I'm going to pre-qualify that. No offense, but there is nothing in my body that is leading me to believe that Meathead will ever publish another book again. <laughs> ever! Yeah, I don't buy it anymore, Doug. You are 100% wrong on that. And you are going to be paying somebody, but I just don't think that Meathead <laughs> is ever again. going to publish another book again. That, that, whatever that second book in has been pushed off. It's been self published. That's been pushed off. It's been pushed off at least another year. Uh, Doug, explain yourself. How do you think Meathead is going to do this when all he has done is pushed off? Well, he's, he's,
3: he's gone to just electronic now. So I, I'm assuming that's going to, uh, uh, reduce the time that it needs that he needs to do john will do a great job he will do a lot of research and i just think all of the research that he does that will take him some additional time so i i uh i just think meathead will get it out next year steve hey, john ha- i'm sorry go ahead no you go ahead oh i was gonna ask john about his uh, uh his refrigerator project so uh
4: the smoker bill the pellet refrigerator has been on hold um, and I'm probably going to keep. Hey that uh, guys, county. let's go
2: back on track here. Steve, um, do you, are you still maintaining that Meathead will not write another book? Of course, I am. All right, I've Very already
1: good. collected money. I, good, I, man. I've collected money.
2: <laughs> good man. Good <laughs> man. It's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I I, 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 was a huge supporter of Meathead until it went to the electri- or the to the self-publish, and then when it went. Uh, Immediately to a year only Weeks after the self-publish I thought well uh, He was so unenthused About writing a second book Told us at the end of the first book You'll never find me writing a second book And then he got some dollar signs Was able to get out of the deal With the publisher And then I was like oh Well to me It would be like me having to do A taped show Instead of a live show I can tell you right now And I'm not even going to lie If I had to do this show Taped every week You would have seen the last Of the Barbecue Central show About five years ago I need the pressure. If I don't have the pressure, I will find every other reason in the world, in the world, to not do this. So there you go. All right. We are reaching the first break here, guys. When we come back, we will talk about a special announcement that uh, John and I have for everybody as it relates to the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. So stay tuned for that. We have the embedded correspondence aboard. It's Christmas Eve. We are rocking and rolling, trying to usher in a great Christmas for all of you. Remember, this is the last live show of 2019. So while John referenced 2019 rapidly coming to a close, he's not lying. It is literally coming to a quick close tonight. I'll talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills. Now, I was getting it all wrong for like the last six months. There's two different models. The one I was getting right is the Prime Line. So that's the more robust build. It's got the peeking windows in the main chamber, on the pellet hopper, two internal meat probes, all the Wi-Fi technology that you want. Again, three models. All of these now have the 12-volt technology power. Uh, the original line is, not, is called the choice line. That's what I meant to say. Like Choice like meat. Top choice, according to Meathead last week, which you should be asking for your rib roasts get top choice. By the way, I put in my rib roast order yesterday at Barb and Patty's Butcher Palace, and I got the prime grade. So I got the prime prime rib. Is that right? Is that done right? Now, choice grade, and everything is on sale, I think, through the end of today. So go to GreenMountainGrills.com, double check that. And then, if you want, put it in an order. You have to go to a dealer to buy. You have the choice line, which is that very first Model The two, the Jim Bowie and the Daniel Boone, do not have 12-volt technology, so you have to go with the traditional plug. The Davy Crockett, which is your most portable option, does have 12-volt technology. That's the one that was originally born with the 12-volt technology. So if you don't have access to the traditional power outlet, plug it into your 12-volt outlet in your car, truck, man, or SUV, and you are ready to go. Take the pellet-fired goodness wherever you want to go. Jim Bowie and the Daniel Boone Bigger Models that can go on your back porch or patio. And don't forget, if you're going to get one of those, get the pizza oven insert. You can do a pizza party. It can go high heat all the way up to 1,000 degrees if you want. So check that out and add that to your cart. Also, pellets and sauces and rubs and all the accessories that you want there at GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. They are continuing on in 2020 as well. Uh, Jason Baker should be on to talk about some pretty cool things that are going to be happening in 2020 as well. Just trying to lock down a date with him. We are back with more Embedded Correspondence right here on a special Christmas Eve edition of the Barbecue Central Show. Stick around. I'll be right back.
0: Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content. In an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey.
2: And of course, we were talking about pellet cookers, so I got to tell you about the folks at CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets, regardless of cooker. Green Mountain Grill, Traeger, the new Weber, Cook Shack, Black Olive, Dancing Products, you name it. They can all take cooking pellets. CookinPellets.com, your place to order and see what kind of a selection they have. If you don't like CookinPellets.com, go to Amazon.com and buy there as well. And we have the embedded correspondence right here. Let me get back to my agenda here, gents. All right, so let's talk about something that is live and late-breaking. John, do you want to make the announcement or do you want me to make the announcement? I I yield the floor to you. All right, here we go. Twice Central in the same show.
0: Exclusive news. Could be update. more
2: exclusive news updates. Greg Rempey in Cleveland, Ohio from the Breaking News Desk once again. And I'm here to give you a bit of information after some game planning between the executive producer and myself as it relates to the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in ten minutes or less. In deep discussion through no Input from anybody else, strictly John and mine decision alone, mostly John's and then my decision alone. Again, through no input, we didn't take any emails on this. We've heard no feedback, anything generated by listeners or members of this panel or anything. Starting the first Friday in January, correct, John? Yes. We will go to the best minute, uh, to the Best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, and it will be 10 minutes or less. That's it. No double 10 minutes or less, so 20 minutes or 14 minutes. Uh, I know everybody was a big fan of the old form, but I said to myself, you know, I want to make it good for the listener here where the title is actually matching what the show is about. So it's going to be one- singular piece released on Friday in ten minutes or less and John has agreed that this is a format that we should look at. We looked at it from all sides. We had now going into year three as we make the year turn. And after two years of the best minutes or the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in ten minutes or less where we had two interviews or two portions, I said, hey, let's just knock it down to ten minutes or less and see what happens. John, what did you think of that? I think it's a great idea.
4: Um, I think it'll take away a lot of the negativity surrounding the title because there is some out there in the interwebs. I never heard it. Um, eh, You know, I've heard it. The best 17 minutes of the Barbecue Central show in 24 (laughs) minutes or plus. Um, But full disclosure, the segment itself is going to be 10 minutes or less. It's 10 minutes or less plus tax. I'm the tax. I still have to introduce it. I still have to get us out of it. So the segment itself will be 10 minutes or less going forward.
2: All right. uh, We quickly go around the panel for initial thoughts. We go to Steve Ray from Tennessee. Your thoughts on a best moments of 10 minutes or less with some tax.
1: (laughs) It sounds like it's going to be the, let's see. Let's see, we're going, we're going from 17 minutes to... It sounds like it's going to be the best of the Barbecue Central show
2: in 10 minutes or less, give or take four minutes. I like it. Let's make a new logo. Now look, Steve, I know that you struggle with production every single day for every single second of the day. But you understand where the idea is here, that the lion's share, the most important part of the show... Is the ten minutes or less part, and then there's production value around it, but it's not an well, I, hour of production. You no, know,
1: right? I I enjoy both parts. I don't know why you just don't call it the the best of the Barbecue Central show and do twenty minutes. I enjoy twenty minutes.
2: Yeah, but it's not. What do you mean it's, it's, not? it's the ten. It's ten minutes or less. John, you drop the ten minutes.
1: Drop the ten minutes. Why? Why are you? Why are y'all pigeonholing yourself into ten minutes? But that's the
2: concept of the show. Is ten minutes or less. You have. So uh, you know, for instance, John is uh, going through a show and he hears, uh, you know, uh, yeah, this. We this know the John, Steve, we please, know the please. Format. So for the folks that don't know, th- that's ten minutes of here and ten minutes of there. But that's it. It doesn't have to be. What if there isn't twenty minutes of that one interview that are the best for for whatever reason? I mean, John has a lot of responsibility on his shoulder to go through and find. 10 of the best minutes or less of a particular interview and uh, you know that was the the concept of of the show so i think uh, 10 minutes is a is a nice consumable time it might actually make you go you know what i don't i think i would like to hear a little bit more i would rather leave the palate wanting than oversatiate i was just getting ready to say
1: that it may want people wanting it may make people want more
2: yeah and if people write in and say, boy, we'd really love an additional 10 minutes. Then when the new year comes up, maybe we go to uh, you know a two times a week. Who knows what's going to go on? We're always evolving and pushing the envelope. Doug, your thoughts? Well, I,
3: I, I was, my first thought was just make it – Approximately twenty minutes or something like that, but uh, I like the two segments. So, it, does this mean that now we're going to have two releases of ten minutes or less? Well, so, Doug, I um, hate to so say we'll this,
2: but obviously you're not actively listening because I just said <laughs> that if people write in and say, "Hey, we would love to have more time," then you know, next year we could look at a potential of dropping two releases. But I think yeah. at that point, that uh, that that becomes, uh, you know, from a production standpoint i think that becomes to me that would seem to be a little bit more involved than having john just do the way that it currently is set up so uh, i mean he's certainly a, a, an engineering magician i don't think that he couldn't not do it but i certainly don't want to bog it down into something other than it should be and i think this new 10 minutes or less is, is really going to hit the mark plus uh, i think it, it also allows john to uh I don't want to speak for you, John, but does this allow you to to look at the previous catalog in in a little bit different way where you can get a lot more in the can or or ready to roll, if you will?
4: Yeah, I think it does. And uh, I think it's going to actually force the show to be a little better. If I can be totally candid about that, Um, you know, the 10, the 10 minutes or less one segment is going to have to be just absolutely stellar every single time. There's no margin for error. Uh, And I'm, Gonna make it I'm gonna do my best to keep it under a total of ten minutes anyway. I just wanna have that latitude to have the tax. I think there's a lot of great things out there to still still yet to find. It opens up a lot of the existing shows that we've already done shows in. I'll listen to a show and there might be three or four ten minute segments in there that are good. And over time we can bring those to light. Yeah.
2: Absolutely fabulous. So that's what you, know, you have.
1: You two you two are like you two are like a pair of same sex parents who have a two-year-old who oh can't decide on the name. You've had a two-year-old for two years and you can't name the damn thing.
2: Steve, I don't want to point out the fact that the name of the show for yes. the third year in a row is going to stay the same. The best moments of the Barbecue Central show in ten minutes yeah, or less. Again, like you're wrong. Like Again, you're wrong. I mean, what the, the hell?
1: hell? A girl and it's a boy. I, it's like calling the boy Judy.
2: No, absolutely not. Hey, and it's a boy named Sue, by the way. And Pat. Nothing, is, nothing is changing. With the, this baby has been named. This baby is walking. It was just recently potty trained and is starting to turn three years old. This thing is a full, <laughs> live, breathing kid, and it's ready to go. It's just getting a little bit more efficient to, to listen to. That's it.
1: Yeah this baby's in therapy at four years old
2: well i guess wow (laughs) we all right uh now let's go to steve ray because you know one of the the coolest things that happened in the year 2019 was this freaking popeyes chick sandwich and we have some other clips and and so forth that we'll be probably getting into at least i do that i'll be bringing forth to the listening audience but Steve has made, uh, I don't know if we can call it a friendship or a business relationship or whatever the hell we can call it, with the guy that is single-handedly trying to take down big chicken and its stronghold over the consuming public, uh, specifically Popeye's. And while his uh, suit is going to trial, as you heard right here on the Barbecue Central show, the guy by the name of Craig Barr is also a movie maker. And while perhaps many of you scoffed, at uh, the movie and the whole whatever his jobs are or things that he's into. Steve, you can account for the fact that uh, Craig is a 100% motivated movie producer. In fact, he is using the uh, Midnight Oil's facility as as part and parcel of uh, the first day at work or whatever that movie title was. The first day on the job, I think it was, right? Right. All right, so... Right.
1: because I- because I'm good at naming things, we Craig and I have become strong acquaintances.
2: Hmm. All right, so give me the run up because I'm I'm undyingly interested to hear how you guys put this together and then what it was actually like. Because I think he was supposed to be out there. Was it the last week or, or last Tuesday? Or, yeah, last Tuesday. All right, so uh, give me the whole run up because I'm just captivated by Craig Barr.
1: Well, I offered him you know my gas station to use for his movie in exchange for him appearing on your show when he did. And, he, and, right. he, and we worked that deal out. So, uh, a couple, uh, all about four weeks ago, he sent his girlfriend out, who is very attractive, by the way. Uh-oh. She has this huge personality. Ooh. I mean, big time.
2: Big and personality. Yes, she's
1: full of enthusiasm. Yeah, she full <laughs> of enthusiasm. Interesting. And she's a she's a pro. I mean, she's she's no uh, Johnny Come Lately. She's a pro. <laughs> she had her camera out there. And she had these boards. And I think she was taking pictures, working on board scenes, you know how they do in movies. And uh, Greg texted me last Monday and said that everything was a go, and he wanted to come out Tuesday night to the gas station and uh, film and interview some people that he had coming out there. He even offered me a bit part in the film where I actually, I'm the manager of the gas station, and I hand the keys to another person. Well, last Tuesday night hmm. here in Chattanooga, it was raining mm. and it was cold, and he and he couldn't do it. And so he texted me on Wednesday, and he said he had to cancel the shoot due to the weather. Oh. It, it was really cold, and it, I mean it was bad. And uh, I'm waiting to hear back from him because, quite frankly, here in Chattanooga, our weather has stunk the last week. And every overnight, it's been we've had frost, and uh, frost, and/or rain. We even had a one day of. Uh, uh, snow and a little bit of accumulation already which is unusual so but he I've got no doubt in my mind he's going to use the station and uh he's welcome to use it he's uh he's a legitimate guy he really is uh, had, legit. have you met him in person yet steve no not yet
2: okay not yet. J- just his uh girlfriend text. Mm-hmm. yeah all right um and is the is the scene or the the time frame of the movie such that it's relative to the time of the year that we're in now or is he trying to set up something uh, different.
1: No, he hasn't told me that. Mm. I, I don't know. All right. I don't know. You know, he's already, he shot this film once on some sort of uh, a...
2: Yeah, 35 millimeter know, or whatever.
1: He's yeah, there. I don't know anything about, I don't know anything about film format, but uh, it's, been, it's on film now and it's going to a bigger, a bigger format, hmm. whatever that means. So,
2: Well, I would but he, imagine... But, but he
1: talks, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about.
2: Yeah, I think he's talking about shooting on digital and getting it out of that original media because digital is much easier to edit, and then obviously you can send it across various different distribution channels much easier than shipping a box of tape that people are going to I mean, can you imagine? I mean, it really isn't that long ago, and I used to work in a movie theater house, and they would send movies in cans, multiple cans. You had to put on these big trays and splice things together, and you would hit a button, the thing would start rolling around. I mean, inevitably, when I was working a shift, once or twice, a movie reel would actually split at the splice, and then you would have to run back and do it. All the people are pissed off because they've paid all this money to watch their movie. I mean, uh, now anymore, you just download it, and and away it goes. So digital format seems to be a little bit easier. So there's no doubt in your mind that Craig Barr, the guy that is uh, suing Popeyes, is going to be at the Midnight Oil shooting first day on the job, which uh, um, uh, ironically is the last day on the job, too, I believe he mentioned.
1: Yeah, no, no, I, I have no doubt in my mind. And I you know I wonder if he may have gotten a settlement from uh, Popeye's already, if he's got a little cash to Wait a second. can get
0: in touch Wait. with his show by calling.
2: I don't know. I barbecue don't know.
1: Central Show, exclusive news. Third time already in an
2: hour. Steve, are you breaking news on the Craig Barr no. settlement with Popeye's?
1: No. No. I said I wouldn't be surprised, though, if he got a settlement. He's ready to go. It, it makes sense, doesn't it? I'm ready to go. Got a little cash.
2: Infusion. Well, I mean, from the sounds of it, this guy had a tremendous uh, stable of exotic cars, and uh, perhaps he's made a lot of money doing whatever it is he does.
1: Nah, let's don't go crazy yeah. now.
2: All right. Well, uh, that's Steve talking about the midnight oil use of uh, of use for the Craig Barr movie, First Day on the Job. Um, and that also will bring us here to the close of the first hour. And we have a whole bunch of stuff to get to. Um, well, let me hold off here just for one second. I mean, I know we are in deep. I mean, literally in hours, it's going to be Christmas, uh, guys. What, Steve? What are you looking to get this year for? What do you hope is under the tree
1: tomorrow? Oh gosh, um, I don't really expect. I don't expect much. I don't expect much, but I don't need
2: much. All right, but what do you want? Like if money was no object and, you know, there's got to be some piece of live fire wear out there that you're just oh, pining away for in the secret.
1: Oh, I'd like to have a, a Meyer Mixon gravity feed charcoal smoker, by,
2: by all means. That, that over everything else available?
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. All absolutely. Right.
2: If you, if you, they're awesome. They're awesome. John, what do you hope is uh, under uh, under the tree or, or whatever it is? A Weber pallet rig. Really? Smoke fire. Why not? I heard that. Oh. Doug, uh, what do you hopes under the tree tomorrow? Well,
3: other than Steve's uh shirt that he had the blinking shirt that he has, I would love to have one of those. And it better be under the tree now because we're already too late. Yeah. But uh, I would like a custom, if my wife is listening, a custom <laughs> knife roll that uh you know, one of those leather custom knife rolls. That would be fantastic.
2: All right. Well, who where do you get those at?
3: Um, but do you have a, uh, a brand
2: the- manufacturer that makes one that you have your eye on? Uh, yeah, I, I don't have it with
3: me, but um, yeah, the... Curtis uh, Nations uh, works at Traeger. He's one of the uh, on the culinary team there in uh, competition. Uh, Utah Barbecue Company. He's got one that's unbelievable. Really, with his name stitched into it and everything. It's like two or three hundred dollars. So you what? might as well go big if you're going to ask for something.
2: Yeah, and like how many knives does that holder? Is there varying sizes for that? I've really never looked into a knife roll in my life.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh. I've, I've got a Wusthof, uh, you know, kind of cheap one that, that I use. But uh, uh, I think you can get like six or seven knives in there, mm. you know, knives. And because I carry usually three knives and, you know, some blades for my electric knife and and then a couple of uh, uh, kitchen shears and, and a few other things in there, like my thermopin and stuff. So, yeah, I keep I keep that, uh, I take that almost everywhere I go.
2: You know, there was a guy I had met at the National Barbecue Association Conference a couple years, no, where the hell was it? Oh, the HPBA, like two years ago in Atlanta, maybe it was three years ago in Atlanta, they made these, something I would never get, but there was these very heavy duty meat aprons and I I I thought I had the guy's card, I'll have to look through the cards, but I thought he made some knife rolls too that were very extreme, so if I can... That guy, maybe the guy from Pit Barrel actually knows who I'm talking about, so I'll, I'll get the name and send it along your way so you can review his website. But let me quickly go around to the remaining okay. guests. John, do you have an operate with a knife roll?
4: Uh, I do ha- not a roll, but I do have a knife pack for when I'm traveling. It's you know, just nothing, nothing much.
2: Steve, knife roll, yes or no? No, uh, me, no, absolutely not. Okay. I do not have a button. I mean, I guess I'm I'm open to. I would be more open to a knife roll than an apron. Let's say it like that. All right, uh, we are coming to the top of the first hour. So, uh, gentlemen, I will rejoin you here in about 14 minutes from now, and uh, we will resume our conversations. Uh, perhaps let's uh, set up for sound bites because we want to make sure that we're all talking and get those out, and then we'll figure out what to do with the remaining stuff, like. Best Food Story of 2019! Yeah! Or 2020 Food Predictions! Because everybody loves those. Everybody. So, uh, guys, you hang out, and I'll be uh, back with you here in about 14 minutes. Go ahead and chop it up, however you do, and uh, we will rejoin you at 14 minutes past the second hour. You know what you're doing. You're listening to a special holiday edition of the Barbecue Central Show. It's Christmas Eve. We're doing it live right here, right now. Get in touch with me if you want. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. You can also email the show. Greg at... I already do that? Greg at the BBQ or call 216-220-0966. John Solberg from Michigan. Steve Ray from Tennessee. And Doug Scheiding, the longest-running embedded correspondent from Texas. Killing it in the first hour, and we head to the second hour. You're listening to watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around, be right back.
0: Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue it's the Barbecue Central show.
2: All right, as we head to the second hour, this portion of the show is brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect to via Bluetooth if you have Google Assistant or Alexa. You're in luck. It's fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. That's 816-945-2232. Fireboard, Great last-second gift. Again, anything that you're hearing now, you can purchase straight away. Print out a receipt, stick it in a stocking or in a quick gift box or gift bag, and then happy faces will be abound the following morning. I highly recommend the Fireboard. All right, we are pointing to the second hour. We'll be rejoined by the Embedded Correspondents. To uh, get through a number of the other topics that we have coming up, including best sound bites and what we're looking forward to in 2020, as well as a look back on 2019 food trends. Stick around. We'll be right back.